message is from Family Worship Center. This message will not only build your life, but will make you experience the transforming love of God. Open up your heart and be blessed. In Jesus' name. Amen. Did you come with your Bible this morning? Let's go into the Word of God. Hallelujah. Today is also a very special Sunday. Uh, it's like a part two of the healing service. It's like a part two of the healing service. So it's still about the just shall live by faith. But today we are dealing with how to keep your healing. How to keep, how to retain, how to safeguard your healing. Praise the Lord. So our main text is still remaining. Romans chapter 1 verse 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes. The qualification to experience the power of God that comes through our salvation is believing, believing, believing. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God to salvation, but it's for everyone that believes. Somebody say, I believe. So it is for the Jews first and also for the Greeks. In this power, in this gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. And as it is written, the just shall live by faith. Two Sundays ago, we came here, we did a healing service. And all kinds of miracles happened. We are receiving testimonies that are humbling. Some people got brand new hearts. Brand new hearts. Some people are doing things they have not been able to do for 10 years, 15 years. Some of them are not very comfortable coming to tell the testimonies publicly because they are still feeling, man, they will think, so this is what you've been carrying. But I want you to know that the testimonies we are receiving are humbling, are humbling. Our God is a good God. So I want all of us to stand and appreciate him for what he did on that Sunday, because whatever he did is progressive and it is permanent. It's progressive and it is permanent. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you honor. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You may please be seated. So all kinds of miracles happened, but we know that the enemy is not happy. And so he's going around doing all he can do to steal, to steal. And so today we decided by the blessing of our senior pastor, to come and talk about how to retain, how to keep your healing. God's plan for our healing is plain. What is God's plan for our healing? His plan is plain. His plan is his word. Isaiah 53, 4, surely he has borne our griefs and carried, carried, carried our sorrows by his stripes. We are healed. He carried it. So what is his plan? His plan is that the disease, the sickness, he has carried. If he has carried it, then we can carry it again. If he took it, then we don't have it. It's with him. He carried. So his plan for us is that he has carried it. We should believe that he has carried it and not carry it again. Somebody say amen. amen. 
What is his plan for us? John 10, 10. The thief comes to steal, to kill, to destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it in abundance. What is his plan for us? His plan for us is that as we are healed, we get healed abundantly and we grow in abundance health. He wants us to be abundantly healthy. Tell your neighbor, God wants you to be abundantly healthy. So we have healing in abundance. Not half, not incomplete, but abundant healing. Healing in abundance. What is God's plan for us? Romans eleven twenty nine. For the gifts and the callings of God are irrevocable irrevocable. What is his plan for us? When he gives you healing, he will not come back tomorrow and say, I made the mistake, give it back to me. There is an error that was taught before. God gives and takes. Thus does not give things and take back. When God gives you something, he wants it to be yours forever. He wants it to grow in your hands. He wants it to be a blessing to you in greater measures. God gives. God doesn't give and take. God doesn't give and take. His gifts, healing is one of his gifts. It is irrevocable. He doesn't give and say, give it back to me. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. What is his plan for us? His plan for us is for Proverbs 4.18. The path of the just is like a shining light that shines brighter and brighter until the perfect day of Christ. The plan is that your healing gets better and gets better and gets better. You are strong today. You become stronger tomorrow and stronger and stronger. God wants you well. God wants you well. Hear me, child of God. God does not want you to say yesterday is better than today. No. God wants your tomorrow to be better than today. Next tomorrow to be better than today. Next week to be better than today. Next year to be better than today. If you believe that, say amen. amen. What is God's plan for our healing? Ecclesiastes 3.14 I also know that whatever God does, that's the way it's going to be. Always. No addition. No subtraction. That is the message translation. Ecclesiastes 3.14. And so when God gives you a healing, it's perfect healing. But having talked about his plans for us, having talked about his will for us, remember John 10.10, 10, the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I want you to know that since you got healed last Sunday, the Sunday before, he has not been happy that you are healed. And he's been looking for ways to steal your healing. But James says, resist the devil. James 4, 7. And he will flee. So today we are going to look at a few ways to resist him. So he flees. So we keep our healing. Somebody say, I will resist him with everything that I have. And so we began by saying the word of God is the medicine. The word of God is the balm in Gilead. And Jesus is the Physician, he does not give and take back. However, there's a thief that steals. So how are we going to resist this thief? Number one, decide. Decide to walk in love. Decide to walk in love. Somebody say, Pastor, what has love got to do with my healing? It has a lot to do with your healing. The first thing I'll say is that as children of God, we receive our healing purely by faith. Purely by faith. Our healing comes to us. Our healing manifests by faith. If we receive it by faith, it will be kept by faith. If we received it by faith, it will be retained by faith. Somebody say, I have received my healing by faith. It is by faith that I will keep my healing. 
But Galatians 5, 6 says this, For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor all circumcisions avails anything, but faith walking through love. And so we received our healing by faith. We are going to retain it by faith. But faith doesn't work where there is no love. And so if we are going to keep our healing, if our healing is going to be retained, if we are not going to leave any door open for the enemy to steal the healing we have received, I want you to know that you must, tell your neighbor, you must walk in love. Say, pastor says, it's a must. It's not a suggestion. It's a must. Why? Because healing comes through faith. Faith only works through love. Love for God. We don't have a problem with that. But love for humanity. Love for neighbor. Real love for your wife. Love for your children. Love for that boss that is wicked. Love for your neighbor that is troublesome. It's part of keeping your healing. And so today, make a decision. Every unforgiveness, every malice, every bitterness must go if your healing is going to stay. If you allow those things to stay, the enemy will see a road. And I can tell you, he will come and take your healing. Glory to God. So the first thing to do is if you want to keep your healing, walk in love. Somebody say, I will walk in love. Our faith is impotent without love. Very, very impotent. God is the God of love. We are children of love. Any atmosphere that is not love-filled, God cannot operate. For your healing to stay, you must walk in love. Number two, stand on God's word. Stand on God's word. Now, I'm not saying when you go home now, put your Bible and stand on top. That's not what I'm saying. No, 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 no. Stand on God's word. What do we mean by stand on God's word? We are saying believe God's word. Believe it as final authority. Because you believe it, say it. Say it. Say it and do it. Act it. Stand on it. And then having done that, refuse to shake. No matter what happens. That's what it means to stand on God's word. To stand on God's word means you receive the word of God, you believed it, you are saying it because you believe it, and you are standing there refusing to be moved. Let me tell you what happened two Sundays ago. Every man, every woman that walked into this auditorium that released their faith for healing was healed. I have no doubt about that. It says when you ask, you receive. Every man, every woman that walked into this auditorium two Sundays ago that released their faith for a healing was healed. But listen carefully. Certain healings manifest instantly. Some manifest instantly. But some manifest as mending. It goes from stage to stage and grows. God gave me a practical illustration this week. I was discussing with God. He says, have you seen people who maybe have ruptured appendicectomy or appendicitis. It's ruptured, it's painful, infected, swollen, very painful. And then they take them to the hospital. That is the sickness they have, right? So they take them into the theater and then they cut that thing out and suture them back. Has that thing been taken out? Did the pain leave immediately? They give them medicine, right? And then they go home. As they keep taking the medicine, 
The next day, they are better. Two days later, they are better. Five days later, they are better. See them in two weeks. You can't find out that anything was wrong with them, except they tell you that I was sick. So in mending, your healing progresses. While it's progressing, stand on the word. And like physical hospitals, those medicine they gave to you from the hospital, take two in the morning, take two in the afternoon. The word of God is what? Medicine. So you stay with the word of God morning. Stay with the God of God afternoon. Stay with the word of God while the thing is going. The Bible says, Mark 8, 24, Jesus healed the blind man and says, can you see? The man said, hmm, I did see you, but it be like, said the man be like three. And then Jesus touched again and he saw, what is that? Progressive. Progressive. And then he touches again. How do you get him to touch you again? I'll talk about that. I'll talk about that. The Bible says the lepers returned. They called out, master, help us. He said, go show yourself to the priest. And the Bible says, as they went, as they went, as they went, the healing progressed. Then when the other one came back, I'll talk about later, then he was made whole. So sometimes manifestation is instant, and then sometimes it's over a period of time. Don't be deceived. Stay on the word. Believe the word. Believe that you have been healed. Say it and act it. Somebody say amen. amen. Stand on the word. Thank you. Thank you for encouraging me. Thank you for encouraging me. Believe it. Speak it. Do it. And then it will fully manifest. I have had things in my body that stayed for three months. But eventually I even forgot. And then later I realized ah, they are not there again. You stay in the world. If you came here two Sundays ago, you release your faith for a healing. And as we prayed, I want you to know that you were healed. Some got their manifestation instantly. Yours is mending. Stand on the word. Say, I will stand on the word. Number three, disregard. Tell your neighbor, disregard. That means don't regard. Disregard lingering, lingering, lingering symptoms. Kill every doubt and refuse to fear. Disregard lingering, lingering. That means the symptoms are still there. They have not completely gone. Let me tell you what the enemy does. These symptoms are called lying symptoms. They are called lying symptoms. So what the enemy does is he brings your attention to those lying symptoms that are lingering. They have not gone. Did you feel that pain? Did you, did you feel that sharp pain just now? Mm. Mm. If you were healed, where did that sharp pain come from? And then you now say, mm, maybe I was not healed though. The moment you said that, boom, you have opened the door. The enemy has entered. But the sharpen comes to say, I am healed. He said, I am healed. I am healed. You don't give attention to the symptoms. They are lying symptoms. The liar, the chief liar, the father of all lies, uses it to steal healings. To steal healing. We didn't say you were healed because the, the symptoms disappeared. No, we said you were healed because you asked for it and God gave it to you. In Christianity, we believe to see. We don't see to believe. In the walk of faith, we believe to see. We don't see to believe. So he died and rose again. And everybody saw him. And Thomas was not there. And when Thomas came, he said, I will not believe except I see. 
and I put my hand inside the wound of the nail. And so he came again. He says, come us. You made a big mistake. Blessed are those who believe, even though they have not seen. And the Bible says, blessed are those who believe because there shall be a performance of the things that they believe. In Christianity, we believe to see. So my brothers and sisters, in case there are still lingering symptoms, disregard. Don't doubt the word of God and don't be afraid. There will be thoughts, there will be thoughts, man, this thing no go. It may even get worse. That is how he talks. Tell him you are a liar by the stripes. Look, when Isaiah said you will be healed, it was, he was looking forward. Peter came and looked backward. Any which way in the middle there, we are perfectly healed. You are healed. You were healed. Isaiah said you are healed. Peter says you were healed. We are perfectly healed. Say, I am perfectly healed. Because his stripes brought my healing. Number four. Number four. Jesus in Revelation said, hold on to what you have. So don't let any symptoms make you lose your healing. Number four, maintain your confessions of faith and never let go. Maintain your confessions of faith. I want you to know that your mouth is important in retaining your healing. Every day you wake up, I'm the healed of the Lord. The symptoms are leaving my body. Every virus is dead and passed out of my body. Every bacteria is dead and passed out of my body. Every tumor cells dead and passed out of my body. I'm the healed of the Lord. I have the strength of Jehovah. This body is the temple of the living God. Whatever has come to, to contaminate it is judged. I walk around bouncing like stone. I'm like stone. I'm like stone. The devil cannot put sickness on me. I'm getting better daily. The word of God is working in me, working in my body. Oh, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is at work in me. It's quickening my mortal body. It's quickening my prostrate. It's quickening my breast. It's quickening my liver. It's quickening every day. Every day. Every day. Every day. And then it says, you shall have what you say. Every day. Every day. Let me talk to our younger ones who are learning the journey of faith. Don't worry. Just start where you are. As you keep saying it, you'll get used to it. The first time it will look like you are a fool. And the devil will come and tell you, see fool, mumu, which can't talk with this? Eh, don't listen to him. In Christianity, we behave like mumus. Just following the word. Just following the word. Just following the word. So hold on to the confessions of your faith and never let go. Mark 11, 23. Hebrews, 3, Hebrews 10, 23. Because he who promised is faithful. Now, I will encourage you to develop a personal confession. Develop it. Write your own confession until you master it. Write your own and say it every day. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in Wilson. That same spirit is quickening Wilson's liver, quickening Wilson's lungs, quickening, quickening, quickening. You keep saying that. You keep saying that. Yesterday, one kind of infirmity was coming over me as I was climbing bed to sleep and wake up this morning. I started having like shortness of breath and some cough. As I was dozing, you know, you see the devil. So I just managed to put my hand. You foul spirit of infirmity. He himself took it. I'm going to bed now. When I woke up, when I wake up, you should be out of here. You speak it. You speak it. 
where the word of the king is, there is power. He has made us kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth. You are not going to reign. All of us will be reigning in heaven. But the reigning in heaven is a, is a giving. No Satan there. So that is why I say you will reign on the He wants you to reign here first. But you use the word of the king and you are a king. You are a queen. Somebody say amen. amen. So make a confessional note and say it. Number five, don't compare. Don't compare. Now this is tricky. The enemy has a way of showing you people that you think and believe have bigger faith than you. How do you know that their faith is bigger than you? So he will tell you, ah, if that man died of that thing after doing testimony, you, you better be careful. You, even John 3, 16, you never finish to know him. Look at that apostle. He died of that thing after he gave testimony. No, God deals with every one of us as individuals. And that is why Jesus will always tell people, according to your own faith, let it be to you. The just shall live by faith is repeated verbatim four times in the Bible. But in Habakkuk it says, the just shall live by his faith. It's personal. You don't know why God took them. You don't know why God permitted them to live. Don't compare yourself to them. You are different. You stay with the world. Tell God what you want. Put pictures of your future expectations. You want to walk your child down the aisle to where he'll get a wife. Look at those things. Put pictures. You want to go on a boat cruise two years from now. Put a boat somewhere. You want to see your children graduate. Put their graduation pictures somewhere and speak. Don't bother about who the sickness has killed. Don't compare. Don't compare yourself to people and don't compare sicknesses. Some sicknesses have developed a bad reputation. When we hear their name, just hearing their names, fear comes. If, I, if doctor tells you now you have malaria, some of you don't even bother. Some of you will go ahead, go straight to the office. It's malaria. <laughs> but when they mistakenly say the C word, But where we read said he healed all manner of diseases, all kinds. The same faith for cancer is the same faith for headache. Glory to God. Somebody give God praise. Give God praise. So don't compare. His word is true. He cannot lie. Believe it for yourself. Believe it for yourself. Number six, avoid sin. Avoid sin. Become fully committed to God, his word, and be full of the Holy Spirit. Avoid sin. Avoid sin. In family worship center, we don't teach sin consciousness. That doesn't mean we don't know that sin steals. Sin is a thief. Number one, it makes you a coward. So what you are supposed to boldly declare that you have, you can't. Because you have just sinned. But it also opened doors. Also opened doors. Jesus healed a man. Heal the man, perfect healing, instant manifestation. Jesus himself healed the man. Matthew 12, 43 to 44, John 5, 14. Jesus healed the man. And then Jesus saw the man happy somewhere. And Jesus called him aside. He said, this thing is very good. But don't sin again, no. Because a worse one can come. Jesus knew that sin will give the enemy a foothold. Stay away from sin. He makes you a coward. He opens the door 
for the enemy to come. Walk in righteousness. Walk in holiness. Stand your ground. Don't allow anything to impede the walking of the, the word of God in your life. Sin is a thief. Sin is a thief. Tell your neighbor, sin is a thief. Stay away from thieves. So avoid sin. Become committed to God. Committed to your Bible studies. Committed to your local church. Serve in the local church. Be on fire for God. One pastor told us many years ago that, have you seen a fly perching on hot eba before? Uh-huh. It's called eba. Be hot for God. Be hot for God. Stay away from sin. Sin is a thief. It's the mother of all sicknesses and diseases. Nobody was sick until sin came. Sickness came after sin came. Tell your neighbor, stay away from sin. Resist every sin. Glory to God. Number seven, believe in. Believe in and honor the vessels God used or will use to give you healing. This is tricky. And in Family Worship Center, we don't like to preach this part of the gospel. But you know what? The law of honor, the law of honor is a major law in the kingdom of God. The only place the Bible says Jesus couldn't do great miracles was the place where he was not honored. The Bible says, they say, is it not Mary's son? Are his brothers not this James that we are seeing? Are they not the one that stole tomato from Mama put the other day? We know them. In fact, one time, self, he didn't have short nicker. He was, he was walking around here one time. We know him. How can he come today? He was not honored. And the Bible says, except for a few cases, he could not. Not that he did not. He could not. I want you to know that anybody that comes here is a vessel that God wants to use to bless you. Don't say, I know them. I know be that boy where they sell cassette, be that. Ah, which time he turned turn, turn man of God? <laughs> you, you won't get it. You won't get it. In the kingdom, in the kingdom, in the kingdom, everyone is anointed to heal another person. He says, then you believe. After you believe, these signs follows those who believe. They lay hands on the sick and the sick recover. So even if an ordinary believer prays for you, believe that because he's a believer, you will receive your healing. Not to talk more of a pastor. The Bible says he ascended and gave gifts to men. One of those gifts is the pastor. What is his work? He is to equip the saints. One of the calling of a pastor is to come on every service day and equip the saints. What is equipment? Make you fit for your work in ministry. And you can't be fit if you are sick. So when the pastor says and says, be healed, believe. He is sent of God. He was anointed to equip you. So you receive it. You receive it. Somebody say amen. We don't preach human worship in family worship center. We don't preach pastor worship in family worship center. But in your own heart, you must honor. So if your care group leader prays over you, he's a man of God. His shoe may not be clean like your shoe. His English may not even fit in, but he's in the office to heal you. And in case you don't find a care group leader, any child of God, this sign shall follow. Believe it. 
So honor vessels that God used. Because some of you left here that day because it was a corporate environment. Some of you didn't have it, but some things fell on you anyway. Because when we come together, God, God interrupts. He is almighty. He interrupts. So a lot of things happen here. But some of you went home and started thinking, mm, when did he become a man of God? <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. So believe in, honor the vessels that God has put in your midst. Second Chronicles 2020. Believe the Lord your God. Believe his prophet. You will be established. You will be healed. Glory to God. Jesus was not honored. He couldn't do mighty works. Number eight, use wisdom. Use wisdom. Use, tell your neighbor, use wisdom. Now, this wisdom, God has given us a mind. God has given us medical science. God has given us nutritional laws. These are all part of wisdom. What is also wisdom? Hearing God and doing what he says to do. There was a testimony of one of our brothers that blessed me at the all night. By the way, by the way, this all night was poorly attended. And the miracle, the word that came, the word that came. And then yesterday I said, let me check. Maybe they were tired, they didn't come. Let me check whether they have watched it. A lot of you have not watched it. If you are a member of this family, all our meetings are ordained for your lifting. And if for any reason you miss it physically, go online and plug in. Plug in. Be at the all night. Be at prayer meeting. Be at care room. In our own family, those are the channels God will use. Those are the channels God will use. Pastor Yakubu brought a word on prayers. I mean, we were blown away. We were blown away. I changed a lot of my desires. I changed, sat down there and changed, put time and date, signed it. And I'll be coming to testify. Please, there is nothing else we can do apart from this. We don't know any other way. This is the way. In family worship center, Sunday service is a service. Tuesday is a service. Care group is a service. Friday prayer meeting is a service. And any other service that will announce, those are God's avenues to bless us. Don't miss out. And if for any reason, practically, you are not there physically, go online, plug in. If I ask how many of us have listened to the sermon on the healing Sunday, if you, many of us have not, just a few went back to watch it. There is power in the word of God. And some things you thought you heard today, you didn't until you hear again and hear again and hear again. Praise the Lord. Where was I that took me there? Use wisdom. The Bible says Jesus has been made wisdom to us. In Philippians chapter 2, 25 downwards, something interesting happened. A man of God called Epaphroditus was sick and almost dead. And then Paul released all his anointing. The body of Christ came together and prayed and he was delivered. Listen to what Paul said. He said, Epaphroditus almost died. And his death would have caused me sorrow. But the reason he was going to die was he was running kitty kata kitty kata kitty for the work of God and ignored wisdom. Tell your neighbor, engage wisdom. We must balance rest and work. You see, the today's, today's talkers, those motivational speakers, they'll tell you if you sleep more than three hours, you are not ready. Eh? They want to kill you. <laughs> you need certain level of sleep. And then study yourself to know yourself. Some of you wake up and pray midnight every day. 
Once in a while it's okay. Every day, except you are not working in the afternoon, you can try it. But if you do that every day midnight and work in the afternoon, you are killing yourself. It's called foolishness. I stand to be corrected, but I'm a man of God too. There is no prayer that is more powerful than any prayer and any other prayer because of time. Time does not make a prayer powerful. The time you pray does not make a prayer powerful. It is the face in the God of the prayer that makes the prayer powerful. If you pray in the morning, it's powerful. If you pray at night, it's powerful. The only reason you should pray at midnight is because at midnight you have no distraction. Not because of power. Not because of power. Not because of power. Use wisdom. So balance rest and walk. And by all means, balance food. So that takes me to my brother's, my brother's testimony. A brother testified at the care group at the all night. He said he had a pile, a pile that was embarrassing him. He comes to church, he can't sit. Blood, pain, he had gone everywhere. So he began to pray. Nothing was happening. He started adding fasting. It looked as if nothing was happening. Then he kept worrying God. And one day he was driving and just meditating. And God said, stop eating rice. Stop eating that. Stop eating that. Somebody say wisdom. wisdom. So wisdom is knowledge, understanding that is put to use. He said he stopped eating rice. And boom. He started getting well. Today he has forgotten. Don't say, hmm, rice, me and rice. Now God born also. <laughs> okay, so the God that born you people has told you. <laughs> so let's balance it. If you love the rice too much, go back to God and say, God, I have heard you. I'm going to do what you say, but I love rice. I want healing for my body to be able to eat rice. He's your father. He's your father. Our auntie, Dr. Gumbi, he came here and said, she loves fried foods. She loves akara. And her body was rejecting it. So she asked God for healing. And she's been blasting akara since then. <laughs> but God will tell you, engage wisdom. Hippocrates, regarded as the father of modern day medicine, said, let your food be your medicine and your medicine be your food. So check what is right for you and what is not right for you. What is right for you may not be right for me. What is right for me may not be right for you. Just know what works for you and engage wisdom. Walk and rest. Walk and rest. Jesus, who is the great physician, rested. Tell your neighbor, engage wisdom. Glory to God. Oh boy, your time don't run. Cast all your cares. Cast all your cares. How many cares? How many? How many? How many? Now, a lot of us will cast our cares on God. Five minutes later, we go to him and say, God, you are not carrying it. Well, give me my thing. <laughs> no. When you cast it on him, leave it with him. He said, cast your cares on me because I care for you. God cares for you. First Peter 5, 7. How will you know if you have cast your cares on him? Anxiety will leave. So if there is still anxiety left in your spirit, you have not done that yet. Cast all your cares 
on him. All, not some. All, not some. All, not some. All. Tell yourself, if he let me die, let me die. And you know what? He will not let you die. Hear the three Hebrew children. Oh, king, we are not mindful to answer you concerning this matter. The Lord, our God, will save us. But if he decides not to save us, no problem. What happened? They entered the fire. The man went and cranked up the heat sevenfold. But the time he stayed there, a fourth man was walking. And they were strolling and gisting. I kind of think that they were using mobile phone in that fire. Eh... <laughs> uh, I say you people should go and buy bread for the crusade. Have they bought it? <laughs> cast your cares. They cast their fears and their cares on Jesus, and he delivered them. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And finally, you have cast your cares upon Jesus. Go about giving God profuse thanks. Profuse thanks. I thank you, my physician. You have healed me. What no man could do for me, you have done for me. I'm grateful. Thank you for healing my body. And then share your testimony. Share your testimony. A lot of us are afraid to share testimonies. But sharing our testimony is one of the pathways to retain your healing. When that man returned, and, when the leper, one of the lepers returned and said, Master, and bowed down. He was doing both thanksgiving and testimony at the same time. The Bible says he came back with a loud voice laid on the floor and thanked him. It was both thanksgiving and sharing of testimonies. We overcame by the word of our testimonies. So share your testimony. You say, I don't like church. Share it in the care group. Let it go around that God is still doing something. And as you're saying it, it's also entering your heart. So don't keep it. Share your testimony. Have we been blessed this morning? Let's stand on our feet quickly. Let's stand on our feet quickly. Let's stand on our feet quickly. Glory to God. So the word of God is the medicine in Gilead. Jesus is the great physician and he's here right now. Worship him, please help me. He's here right now. For somebody who needs a second touch, he's going to touch again. He's going to touch again. For somebody who is believing God for healing, you will receive your healing in this service. You receive your healing right now before we close. You receive your healing right now before we close. Before we close. Before we close. He touched me. Oh, he touched me. Oh, oh what joy that floods my soul. Something will happen now. Something happen. And now I know he touched me. Singing, let's sing it. He touched me. He touched me. Now you begin to go to God and talk with Him. Whatever you want Him to heal, whatever you want Him to heal, talk with Him. Talk with Him. Oh, Yeah. 
Somebody put your hand where that pain is. Thank you for listening to this message. You will be blessed when you do the things that you have heard. You can make a brand new start in life by becoming a child of God. It's as easy as believing in your heart as you say the following prayer. Jesus, I thank you for dying for me. Jesus, come into my heart today and be my Lord and Savior. I declare right now that I am born again. In Jesus' name, Amen. Congratulations if you just said that prayer. It is important that you join a Bible-believing church immediately so that you grow in knowing Christ. We would love to have you visit our church in Abuja, Nigeria. For more information about this ministry, you can visit our website at www.fwcabuja.org. God bless you. Family Worship Center. We care.